Welcome to Simplify with Megan, the podcast where I help online coaches grow a life-first coaching business that's simple and sustainable while working less than 15 hours a week. My name's Megan. I'm a mom of two with baby three on the way. And since I started my online business in 2014, I have helped hundreds of online business owners start and grow their businesses to six, multi-six, and seven-figure businesses. I took a two-year sabbatical when I became a parent. And when I relaunched my coaching business as a mom of two, in less than a year, I've made over six figures while working as a true solopreneur for less than 15 hours each week while prioritizing my life and keeping things as simple as possible. I like to keep things real here. So get ready for the most authentic and activating business and sales coaching meant to help you make your life as a busy coach easier and not more complicated. Let's get rich together. If you want to grow a profitable online coaching business in a way that is simple and sustainable, then my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is just for you. In Rich Coach Club, we keep things simple and focused on low-lift and sustainable efforts that attract and convert your dream coaching clients. Rich Coach Club is for the coach who wants to make an impact working with dream coaching clients without hustling, burning out, or feeling stressed out. This is the only program that's focused on helping you get booked out in your private coaching so that you can truly master and refine a simple and sustainable business without working around the clock. I'm sharing all of the details you need to know about Rich Coach Club over at richcoachclub.com or at simplifywithmegan.com forward slash club, where you can watch the replay of the live masterclass I hosted teaching you how to make six figures from private coaching while working 15 hours or less. And you can learn everything you need to know about Rich Coach Club. The investment to join my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is $500 a month for five months or $2,500 pay in full. The doors to Rich Coach Club are only open twice a year. So if you're listening to this right now, the doors are open and they will be closing soon until the end of this year. I hope I get to work with you inside of Rich Coach Club. Go to richcoachclub.com in order to learn more. Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast. In this episode, I'm sharing with you how I was able to read over 26 fiction books in the past six months. Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast hosted by me, Megan Mins. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to be more productive in their business and their personal life. Because as a business owner, your business and personal life are connected and we can't talk about one without talking about the other. Each week, you'll learn about productivity, organization, personal development, self-care, business strategies, and more. And now, let's get started. I am so excited for this week's episode because I love to read, and I normally am not able to read this much in a year, let alone in six months. So let's kick it off with me explaining why I even read this many books in six months. As you may know, if you are a longtime listener of The Productive Life, I've been on a mission this year to bring back hobbies and have more fun in my life. And I talked all about why I started making time for hobbies again back in episode 14. So if you haven't listened to that, be sure to go check that out. And like many of you, when I decided to start bringing hobbies back into my life, one of the first things I had to figure out was, what are my hobbies? (laughs) What sounds fun? What would be enjoyable? And I talk a lot about how to answer that question for you in episode 14. But for me, one of the things that came up was my love of reading. 
I absolutely loved reading when I was younger. I read Harry Potter. I definitely read all the Twilight books. I read Fifty Shades of Grey once I was in college. I love to read, and in particular, fiction books. I had been doing a lot of nonfiction reading over the past few years, and I feel like that happens a lot as you become an adult or maybe start a business. Suddenly, you feel like you have to do all of this personal development work, and I love personal development, so I don't want to pretend I didn't enjoy reading nonfiction, but it can get a little old if all you're doing is reading nonfiction, and so really, my reading life had gotten into a rut where it was just like this endless list of personal development books that I felt like I had to read. And sometimes that can be like a bit of a downer even because you're like, wow, there's so much I have to learn. (laughs) Like I'm such a flop of a human right now, which is not how I actually believe. Um, But for me, there was a period of time where all I was doing was reading nonfiction and I just kept feeling like there was just so much I didn't know. So earlier in 2019, when I decided to focus on hobbies, One of the things that I knew, like I said, was that I love to read. I am a very fast reader, but what's really important is that for me, reading nonfiction wouldn't really qualify as fun. That almost feels like work or like I said, personal development. So I set out with the intention when I wanted to bring hobbies back that one of those hobbies would be reading and in particular reading fiction, just good old indulgent. There's no benefit. It's just fun. It's like a Netflix binge but in book form. And so that was why I started reading because it was really something I set out to do intentionally. But I do want to let you know, I didn't have like a goal attached to it. It was just a hobby to add joy and fun to my life. And I have ended up reading so many good books this year. And in particular, in the past six months, I have read over 26. And these are not small books, y'all. Like these are giant books. One of them was right under a thousand pages. Most of them were in the like three to 600 page range. So these are like meaty things, which I love. And I've actually read, so that 26 plus number is actually just the individual books. And I have reread at least three of those series three times or more each. So like as far as individual books I have read, including rereads, we're talking like over 70 in six months, which is like wild to me, especially considering how big they are. Um, And I've also never been a rereader. Like I've never reread Harry Potter. I never reread Fifty Shades of Grey. I never reread Twilight. Like I didn't reread anything. This is the first time in my whole life where I've ever had books and series of books that I love so much that I like can't put them down. And when I finish, I have to like restart. And in particular, I feel like the last one or two months, all I've read is rereads. Um, Like I've just been rereading my favorite series. So that's me. I do that in a lot of areas. I have a favorite song and I just listen to it on repeat. I'll have favorite movies I watch all the time. I know not everyone's like that. That's why I said 26 plus when really we're talking like over 70. And again, I just want to reiterate, like, I'm not saying that because the number actually matters. It's a point of reference for me because I'm clearly having so much fun that I literally have read that much, which is a really dramatic comparison to how much I've ever read before. In my whole life, I've never read this much. And that's pretty crazy. When I think about what my life looks like right now, how much has been going on, all the changes that have been going on this year, how I'm trying to grow my business, the fact that I've done all of that while reading more than ever kind of blows my mind. So Again, this was just for fun. So I'm not saying you need to read 26 books in six months. Um, It didn't happen 
because I like was even tracking. I actually added it up for this episode and was pretty surprised. So how did I do it? How did I actually end up reading this much? How did I make time for reading in a life that is very full? I always have an endless to-do list. Um, How did I do it? Well, there were really two main changes that I did. So change number one was only choosing books that I was having fun reading them. So I was only reading books that I just like couldn't put down that I loved to read and was just truly having so much fun reading. I stopped reading a book if I didn't enjoy it. And if I was reading any nonfiction books, which was not included in this count, and I wasn't having fun, I would stop and switch over to reading a fun book. So truly it was like choosing books that I was having fun reading. Um, And I also, in order to do that, I also got a lot of recommendations from friends who I found out had similar tastes in books. I am definitely more of a romance novel, but I love series. I pretty much only read series and I love historical fiction. I love romantic fiction and I really love like fantasy romance fiction, whatever that genre would actually be called. So I had a few friends that had similar tastes and I got recommendations from them. So had an endless array of books to choose from and was only reading the books that I was having fun reading. The second change I made was really swapping out content consumption. So if you really think about it, you're probably consuming a lot of content in your life and even listening to this podcast counts. So what I did, because I was actually intentionally trying to not consume as much content from other creators just for a period of time, I decided to swap that out with reading. So instead of listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video, I was listening to my books. And the ability to listen to the book, I think, was one of the biggest game changers. I have always been a big fan of Audible. You can go to meganmins.com forward slash Audible, and I think you get a few free books or a discount or something, but I'm a huge Audible fan. And in particular, my favorite combination, it's a little bit more expensive. Um, So I would say choose Audible over the actual written book. But if you can, I love to do Whisper Sync. So I actually get the Kindle book. And then when you're checking out on Amazon, you'll see usually you can add on the Audible book as well. So I will usually buy both. So you do end up paying more and I acknowledge that. (laughs) That was something I decided to test out at first and I love it so much that I pretty much will only read a book this way now. And the beauty of having the audiobook and the Kindle when they sync is that you can go back and forth between reading and listening. So when I want to read the text, I can read the text. When I want to listen, I can listen. And it will actually, with that whisper sync, you can have it on the book view and it will actually highlight the words as it's reading them out loud. You can speed it up. It's amazing. So being able to speed up the book and listen to it in place of listening to a podcast is key to how I was able to read so much. So in the morning while I was doing dishes or making coffee or getting ready, instead of listening to a podcast, I was listening to a book. Or if I was taking a break during the day and I wanted to inject a little fun into the middle of my day or while eating lunch, I would listen to the book. And again, reading an evening. And again, reading in the evening before bed, I would actually listen to the book or read the book instead of scrolling on social media or consuming content from another medium. So I basically, over the past six months, really haven't consumed nearly as much content as I used to. And instead, I'm filling that time with reading. So if you're looking to add something like reading into your life, I'd love for you to pay attention for a couple days of when are you consuming content right now and 
maybe sometimes swap that out with reading. Again, um, I think the key there was that it was fun because, you know, it's hard to replace social media or TikTok or YouTube or things that are fun with like a nonfiction book. That was not very motivational for me. So the fact that it was a fun book, it was like a Netflix show just in written form. uh, I think that's why that swap felt like even more fun. Like I would rather listen to my fun books than like listen to a podcast, which is funny. I'm aware you're listening to a podcast, but that was kind of my mentality through this. So really those are the two big changes in like choosing to only read books that I was having fun reading and swapping out content consumption for this kind of content, this kind of reading. That's it. Those two changes are literally how I have read over 26 books and really read over 70 books in the past six months. And I know some of y'all love books and maybe even love the same kind of books that I do. So I'm not going to leave you hanging on what I've been reading. You can actually go to meganmins.com forward slash books. And y'all, I actually have like a whole book list and it starts out very practical, personal development, business, all that good stuff. But if you scroll all the way down, there's a whole category of just romantic fiction, And I've literally put every book there that I have read that I have enjoyed. Um, So you can see all the different series that I have read. I'm constantly adding to it. Like it's probably the most updated page on my whole website because I just love it so much. And you can actually see a lot of those romantic fiction books are the books that I have read this year. And my favorite series that I have read in the past six months absolutely hands down the number one, my favorite book series of my whole life. The one I tell everyone to read is a court of thorn and roses. I am actually currently rereading it for at least the fourth time, which I know sounds absurd, but I just love these characters so much. So the series is called a court of thorn and roses. It's by Sarah J mass. And she actually has another series, which I would say is probably my number two favorite series of all time. And that's called Throne of Glass. That is a big old eight book series. Kingdom of Ash is the last book. It's the one that's almost a thousand pages, like I mentioned, but it's so good. I just love the female protagonists in these series. I love how Sarah J. Mass writes them. <sighs> if you read either of these, please hit me up on Instagram DMs. I can't stop talking to people about these books. I'm obsessed. So those would be my two favorite series. The third one is the All Souls Trilogy by Deborah Harkness. Um, The first book is called A Discovery of Witches. You may have seen the TV show on Sundance or um, forget the other AMC, I think. Amazing as well. Those are my top three favorite series of all time. And just to throw this in there unexpectedly, my next recommendation would be the Folk of the Air series, which is a very strange name of the series to me because the first book is called The Cruel Prince. And the third book actually isn't out yet. It comes out in November and books one and two blew my mind and I'm dying for the third book. I pretty much only read a series where it's complete because I hate waiting. Uh, And I accidentally did this on our anniversary trip. I read both books and I was like, went to go buy the third and it wasn't out yet. So I definitely pre-ordered it. But those are my favorite series. Again, you can go to meganmins.com forward slash books. And if you were looking for a new romantic fantasy fiction, I would definitely choose A Court of Thorn and Roses. So there you go. Now you know my favorite books. You know how I've read so much this year. Um, This truly is just like a fun thing. I don't have any goals around reading except just like 
a broader life goal of always having fun and having hobbies. Um, but this is definitely something that now is just super natural and a part of my day-to-day life. And I'm just so happy and truly have seen a noticeable difference in like my joy and how I spend my time. And so I've loved it. I hope that this has been interesting for you. Again, if you um, really enjoyed any of these tips, you have any series of books that you want to recommend with me. If you just want to chit chat about some of the books I've read, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram DMs or share some of your favorite takeaways from this episode on Instagram stories. I love when you guys tag me in those too, so I can repost them and chat with you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and happy fiction reading to you. And I will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Productive Life Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find the most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take just one minute to leave a review on iTunes so that we can help spread the word about the Productive Life Podcast with others who may enjoy it. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one or get instant access to freebies, trainings, templates, workshops, and more, be sure to go to meganmins.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.